0: Welcome to the Automation World Get Your Questions Answered podcast series where we connect with industry experts to get the answers you need about industrial automation technologies. I'm David Greenfield, Director of Content for Automation World, and the question we'll be answering in this episode is, what is industrial single pair Ethernet? Now, to answer this question, I'm joined today by Mackenzie Reed of Harding, a supplier of industrial connectors, cabling, and computing products. So, Mackenzie, since single pair Ethernet is a relatively new entrant on the industrial technology scene, let's get right to the main question. Just what is industrial single-pair Ethernet, and how is it different from the kinds of industrial Ethernet cabling already used widely in industry?
1: Sure, I'd be happy to answer that. And uh, Firstly, I'd like to just start off saying thank you for having me. But um, just diving right into it, single-pair Ethernet is a new physical technology, uh, the types of Ethernet that the industry is currently used to is both fast Ethernet, which is around 100 megabits per second uh, with a few twisted pairs, as well as gigabit Ethernet, um, which is from 250 megabits per second up to 2.5 gigabits per second with uh, a total of four twisted pairs. That's eight total wires and bi-directional communication. Single pair Ethernet is exactly what it says. It's just a single pair of wires. It's typically a gray wire and a blue wire in the types of cables that are being designed today. And that's rated for speeds of 10 megabit per second up to into the gigabit speeds uh, across those twisted pair that are bi-directional.
0: So why is this difference between the the two types of cabling? Why is that indu- is that important for industrial communications?
1: It's a great question. Uh, it's particularly important because for the first time, you're able to reach these speeds and distances using uh, copper wiring technology. And also for the first time, it's cost effective to do so, especially at the 10 megabit per second speed. Um, previously, you know, when you're talking about these types of Ethernet based protocols and technology, it was a bit cost prohibitive to uh, to run some of these speeds and it wasn't able to accomplish some of the distances that single pair Ethernet um, is able to do today. So that's really um, some of the main differences is that we're pushing the limits of the speed and, you know, we're driving down the cost.
0: Okay. Understood. Thanks for clarifying that. Now, to get into the technical specifics a bit more, what are the speeds and distances capable with single pair Ethernet currently?
1: Sure. So uh, the first one I'll touch on is 10 megabits per second, which has been rated up to 1,000 meters. Um, that was a project that was recently completed by the organization IEEE under the project group 802.3 CG. Um, other speeds and distances include 100 megabits per second, uh, currently rated for 15 meters. And the next rating that that one will have is uh, up to 40 meters. Gigabit speeds are already at 40 meters, so we're talking about one gigabit per second up to 40 meter length. And then there are going to be projects opened that are going to cover what's called multi-gig speed, which is 2.5, 5, and up to 10 gigabits per second, which the uh, running consensus is that that'll be rated for up to 15 meters.
0: Are there any plans in the works at this point yet, at least, to increase these speed and distance factors that you just mentioned?
1: Yes. Um, So there will be further projects um, starting in the future where, again, these limits are going to be pushed. Uh, Harding has done some of these tests independently in our testing facility that's located close to our German headquarters. But uh, some of the speeds that we're anticipating for the future are 100 megabit per second uh, between 200 and 500 meters, one gigabit per second uh, between 150 and 200 meters, and multi-gigabit speed up to 50 meters.
0: Okay. So it can handle some uh, fairly high-speed motion-type applications. Is that a correct assumption there?
1: Correct. Yeah, the aim here is to really cover all manufacturing environments um, and all of the different speeds that are required in those manufacturing environments. So as you said, motion control and vision systems, they use a higher bandwidth of data and they, they require higher speeds. Um, but then when you're talking about uh, control and monitoring devices, those normally sit around 100 megabit per second. And then once you're getting to the, the devices at the plant floor level, those are the ones that typically are operating about 10 megabit per second speeds.
0: Okay. Thanks, McKinsey. So given the differentiating factors about single-pair Ethernet uh, that we've been discussing so far... What are the benefits that manufacturers should expect to get out of this new Ethernet technology? And by that, I mean, what can it deliver that the industrial Ethernet cabling industry uses now can't?
1: Great question. So um, single pair ethernet, we're we're planning to see the largest disruption uh, at the plant floor level. So again, for the first time, you're going to be able to reach some of these speeds and distances that you've never been able to reach before, namely the 10 megabit per second at 1000 meters. That's never been done with a copper connection before. So that's one that's very exciting. And then also as a completely separate topic that encompasses single pair Ethernet is uh, what's called power over data line. If you're familiar with power over Ethernet, it's similar But power over Ethernet requires a total of four wires, whereas power over data line can be accomplished using just the true single twisted pair um, up to a certain power rating. So uh, that's another added benefit is that some of these plant floor level devices that require an external power supply to power them can now incorporate that power into the same single pair Ethernet cable.
0: Okay. Can, can you give an example of uh, some of the types of devices that can be powered with the uh, power over data line uh, capability that you were just speaking of?
1: Sure. So uh, it's it's really going to be where we believe the, the biggest um, disruption in the industry is going to come from is at the plant floor level devices. So this is what's sometimes commonly referred to as the sensor and actuator network. These are ones that are operating, you know, over very low powers, like a, you know, an individual sensor that's mounted on a conveyor belt or uh, a vision system, uh, like a proximity sensor that is uh, mounted, you know, close to a conveyor belt or towards some sort of uh, machinery where parts are moving around. Uh, Those normally operate at low speeds and requiring low power. So the current rating of power over data line is for up to 50 watts. Uh, that's five, zero, 50 watts, um, and then once you you exceed that fifty watts, you, you can still accomplish power over data line by going to a four um, wire technology, uh, and in that case, you're able to go, I believe, up to two hundred watts in that rating. Um, but really, you know, the types of devices that we're talking about that are mainly going to benefit from single pair Ethernet are the ones you know that may have traditionally been on a Foundation Field Bus network. So, you know, things like uh, Profibus and Modbus, we're we're really expecting to see a large shift towards the Ethernet-based protocols. And even before single-pair Ethernet, uh, you know, started hitting the market this year, we had been seeing that. So um, as of 2018 numbers, um, the industrial Ethernet global footprint grew from 52% global market share to 59% global market share while for the first time ever in the history of Foundation Fieldbus, it actually decreased 5% from 40% market share down to 35 So what that tells us is that new nodes that are coming online and new products that are being designed are already gravitating towards Ethernet-based protocols and away from Foundation Fieldbus, and single-pair Ethernet is going to aid in doing that.
0: Provide uh, that that extra bit of further push to move things in the direction, as you noted, they're already going, but uh, to kind of push them further to give a added impetus uh, for manufacturers to move forward with that. Sure. So are there any special connectors required for single-pair Ethernet that are any different from the current types of connectors available for the type of standard industrial Ethernet that industry uses now?
1: Sure. So... Um there have been purposely built uh, and designed single pair Ethernet connectors from you know major industrial manufacturers. Um, you know, Harding is one of those manufacturers. Uh, as they started putting standards in place for single pair Ethernet, what they're doing for the first time is they're actually outlining specific connectors um, that all of these global standardization bodies are recommending to be used in the industrial environments that they're going to be placed in. Um, This is a, you know, a big step forward and a big movement because typically the market has decided uh, what connectors to use. And in some situations, you know, an an enterprise type connector, ones that are more suited for like data center use or in clean environments, they migrated their way into industrial environments that they weren't originally designed for, um, you know, causing some inherent problems because of the... uh, you know, the lack of the design need for them to be in that environment. And, you know, they just weren't rated for the environments that they were put into. So um, many manufacturers set out to purposely design a single pair Ethernet connector. Um, IEC has given some of these connectors uh, their own, you know, code names or or letter designations. The Harding one is called IEC 63171 six. And many of the global standards organizations are voting for this connector to be the industrial standard and the heavy industrial standard. So the ones that the one that's used in, you know, industrial automation environments, process automation environments, um, things where higher IP ratings are required. So, you know, we we really put a lot of time and development starting back in late 2015 and into 2016, designing the connector that just hit the market, you know, as of this year, 2020.
0: Okay. Now you mentioned standards organizations there, so I, I guess I should clarify here: uh, is a single pair Ethernet on its way to becoming a standards and are a standard or any of the standards bodies uh, behind the standardization of industrial single payer Ethernet yet?
1: Yes. So the project that I referenced earlier, um, IEEE 802.3, uh, that group specifically has outlined the specifications for the different speeds and distances of single pair Ethernet. Other global standards body like TIA for transportation and ISO IEC have also begun projects with uh, single pair Ethernet specification. Those three that I just mentioned, ISO IEC, TIA, and IEEE, have all voted that the hardened connector be used in industrial environments. And um, ODVA is currently in the process of um, moving multiple papers through review and publication to outline their specification for single-pair Ethernet. And um, myself and a few colleagues actually sit within ODVA and are participating in that work, just as our colleagues at our German headquarters have sat within the other standards organizations that I just mentioned, uh, moving those standards along, you know, between 2016 and 2020.
0: Okay. And, and earlier, uh, you had mentioned uh, how uh, single-payer Ethernet you know, is, is moving forward or moving the industry forward from transitioning from field bus to industrial Ethernet protocols uh, as well, uh, or industrial Ethernet in general. Um, can you speak a bit about where single-payer Ethernet stands with the various industrial Ethernet protocol organizations currently?
1: Sure. So single-pair Ethernet is a new advancement in the physical medium. So, you know, it's the advancement from gravitating away from four- and eight-wire traditional um, Ethernet physical media into the truly, you know, single-twisted pair. Um, What that means is that it still interfaces with the industrial Ethernet protocols that we're all aware of today. Things like EtherCAT, PROFINET, um, Ethernet TCP ip those will all operate over single pair Ethernet technology. It's just an advancement in the the physical layer of the technology, and those protocols will communicate over um, this new protocol.
0: Okay, so you can you can still uh, stay with whatever protocol you're familiar with and already have instantiated. It's just a matter of the physical layer. Got it. All right. Correct. Thanks for clarifying that. Okay. Now back to standardization for a minute. Because uh, you, you explained where single payer Ethernet stands with the process of moving towards a standardization with several organizations, but from a usage point of view, from an end users point of view specifically, can you explain what standardization, uh, why it's important to uh, end users, OEMs, system integrators?
1: Sure, and I think that this is a really important point. Um, you know, I've touched on this kind of at length, but. We're moving into, uh, you know, a, a working environment where there are people that wear multiple hats. So, um, you know, you don't really have the, the engineer or uh, the technician that's dedicated to only one thing or one technology. Within these OEMs and device manufacturers, more and more they're moving towards where people are allocated towards multiple projects, multiple different initiatives we don't have the same level of expertise in any one topic that I would say that we had, you know, during the third industrial revolution. Um, now people are, you know, they're working on a multitude of different things and they're going to be more and more reliant on standards moving forward. So, you know, there's, there's a whole wave of uh, generation of people with product knowledge and with technology knowledge that are going to be retiring within the next few years, as well as a whole new wave of people coming out of, um, out of college and out of technical programs uh, that don't have that. And so some of that will be transitioned to these people, but I firmly believe that there will be more and more of a need for clear cut standards for people to reference. Um, We as a society, you know, just don't really have the bandwidth anymore to uh, do the sorts of in-depth investigations of on our own when when designing a new device, you know, within these OEM companies. So what these standards organizations like the, one I, the ones I uh, outlined previously, like IEEE and ODVA, what they're trying to do is really just give um, an acceleration point or a leg up to the technician or the engineer that's charged with finding, you know, the new single pair Ethernet connector or specking the new single pair Ethernet cable. That's really why these standards organizations have gone into a new level of detail of their specification, outlining specific connectors that need to be used in the specific environments so that, you know, that engineer can open up the IEEE specification and say, this is my environment. What connector should I use? Okay, it should be the 63171-6 connector. And then... That's the end of their uh excuse me, that's the end of their evaluation. They can move on to the next things that they're testing or designing so standardization more and more in you know all levels of industrial automation process automation and you know the manufacturing industry in general is just going to continue to increase in my opinion
0: and it definitely speeds things up from the installation and commissioning side and and even just uh, as you mentioned just if you're wondering what else you can do what's possible it it answers a lot of questions for you far more quickly so it's definitely a benefit on the end user side So one of the first major announcements about single-pair Ethernet that I encountered was at the SPS event in uh, Nuremberg last fall uh, around the single-pair Ethernet industrial partner network announcement. And I know that Harding plays a big role in this. They had a big event in their booth uh, at the SPS event. So can you explain a little more about what this partner network means for industry as a whole? Again, as we mentioned about uh, standardization both for end users, OEMs, and system integrators?
1: Sure. So the Partner Network was formed um, in September of 2019 with seven founding members, including Harding. Um, As of the time of this recording, um, and to my knowledge, there's now 32 members in the group uh, with, you know, September of 2020. So you can see a pretty exponential growth and acceptance of the Single Pair Ethernet Industrial Partner Network over the last year. Uh, the reason for this is because it was formed to uh, not only provide collaboration between component manufacturers, so that's companies like Harding that are doing the connector, companies that are manufacturing the raw cable, companies that are doing the magnetics and the semiconductor development uh, that are required for single pair Ethernet. We're all coming together. And collaborating under one umbrella instead of, you know, working in our own silos and and then sharing information in a limited capacity. And the reason that we all chose to do this was that it accelerates the technology development and it creates a faster time to market for OEMs and device manufacturers. So OEMs and device manufacturers are also welcome within the group, and we've we've uh, we've had a few of them join us that are pretty impactful both here in North America as well as in uh, europe uh, so we're very excited about that because everybody has an equal seat at the table to say, "You know this is my organization's vision of single pair Ethernet this is what we're trying to accomplish as an organization, or this is what my customers are are asking for me you know one of the things that i'll outline right now is that in pretty much constantly in conversations that I'm having, the, a lot of buzz is around 10 megabit per second applications and all the components are available for that. But uh, the second one that I'm getting asked about the most is 100 megabit per uh, second applications. And when will we be advancing the distances that 100 megabit per second can reach? Because A lot of customers are looking for that 200 meter to 500 meter range, which are standardization projects that are, I would say, at the beginning of being talked about now. But, you know, that's a that's a big push within the industry to keep pushing the limits of single pair Ethernet. And that's what this organization aims to do. So, you know, a component manufacturer ships their, you know, new single pair Ethernet raw cable to Harding. Um, and we tested it in our independent testing facility under the umbrella of the single pair ethernet industrial partner network and you know those types of things happened in the past but not as aggressively and not as quickly so that's one of the major uh benefits of it and then also you know it's kind of the task of all the member organizations within the network to be bringing single pair ethernet out to the masses uh to be doing things like I'm doing right now with this podcast to be setting up webinars, lunch and learns, virtual tech sessions to get the market comfortable with single pair Ethernet. Have your customers heard about it? Are they interested in it? Have do they have no knowledge of what it is today? And you know, you're starting from the beginning and and really educating the market. You know, that's that's one of the major factors with the industrial partner network also.
0: All right. Thanks for clarifying that, McKinsey. This is that's a, a big help in understanding it was so much happening on the automation front. From both the technology aspect as well as the organizations around supporting it, uh, sometimes it can be hard to keep up with, with what organization is doing what. So that was a good explanation. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So one final question: At this point, are there any single pair Ethernet products available on the market now or coming soon?
1: Yeah. So that we're we're in a very exciting time where you know if you wanted to start doing uh, some single pair Ethernet development today. Uh, it's very possible to do that. Um, as of August of this year, Harding has now fully globally launched our single pair Ethernet connector called the T1 Industrial. Um, that is both available with the PCB mounted connector as well as the cable assembly for the T1 Industrial solution. Um, and also, you know, component manufacturers uh, such as semiconductor manufacturers have 10 megabit per second. Um, Uh, chipsets available as well as 100 megabit and gigabit speeds available. The distances vary. So I'll say, you know, that that's kind of what we're watching within the next year is what distances are available from uh, the semiconductor manufacturers. But, uh, you know, depending on what your speeds and distances are that you're trying to accomplish, you can start doing proof of concept designs with single pair Ethernet technology today. And another product, or another couple products that Harding's going to be releasing in the near future, are IP65 and IP67 circular connectors, uh, as well as an unmanaged switch and a media converter that have uh, the T1 industrial solution on board. So, the unmanaged switch has two RJ45 connectors, so you're able to interface with technology that exists today, as well as five ports of the T1 industrial single pair Ethernet connector. And the media converter is a one-to-one converter with one RJ45 port and one single-pair Ethernet T1 industrial port.
0: Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining me for this podcast, McKinsey. And of course, thanks to all of our listeners. And please keep watching this space for more installments of Automation World, get your questions answered. And remember to visit our website at www.automationworld.com to stay on top of the latest industrial automation technology insights, trends, and news.